But right now, inshallah, let's go and talk about news and what's happening in the world. And this is something quite interesting that raised the ire of many people in South Africa. And I know you're going to be saying, why are we even discussing it? Because it's a reality and now people want it. Well, not people. I don't even know who wants it. I hardly hear of people who want this. And they're talking about sex education in South Africa and adding it to the syllabus. Now, more groups are are targeting this. Now, conservative pro-family advocacy groups with U.S. ties are targeting increasingly inclusive sex education lesson plans being developed by the South African Education Department as part of the life orientation curriculum. Now, three groups in particular are vehemently opposed to the new content. They are the Freedom of Religion South Africa, the Conservative Teachers Union, the SAOU, and the Family Policy Institute. Now, three organizations are calling on civil society to mobilize a boycott of the new comprehensive sex education material, and they argue that the content violates traditional Christian values and is dangerous to children, and it violates traditional Muslim values as well, I think. And the new plans have not been released, but media reports suggest they include topics such as consent, gender and diversity, self-image, genital differences, body diversity, and there's some stuff. I I don't know if I'm even comfortable speaking about it on air. I'm 38 years old, and for my children to be learning that one day in school is abhorrent. I will take my children out of school, I'm telling you. According to the Basic Department of Education, the purpose of CSE is to ensure that they help learners build an understanding of concepts, content, values, and attitudes related to sexuality, sexual behavior, and um, safe and healthy lives. Now, 4SA calls the plans nothing less than soft porn, and the South African government has strongly rejected and debunked the information that is circulating. Now, the narrative that sex education is dangerous to children is common among U.S. conservative pro-family advocacy groups. The pro-family movement unites the anti-abortion and anti-gay movements that emerge in the U.S., uh, the 1970s in response to the sexual revolution and the pro-family movement advocates two main messages. The first is that the heterosexual nuclear family is the only natural form of kinship. The second is that the nuclear family is economically productive, whereas others such as those involving the LGBTIQ people and non-nuclear families are social threats and economic burdens. These messages reinforce intolerance and can even inspire hatreds, uh, they believe. But um, research has shown that U.S. Christian right organizations have increasingly grown transatlantic networks in Africa as part of the expansion strategy. They provide mentorship to support the establishment of pro-family civil society. Now, efforts to stop government's proposed inclusive approach to education about sexuality could have serious consequences. This is because research has shown that it can have a profoundly positive effect on young people. I don't know how. And they're saying, for example, information about contraception and consent makes it more likely that young adolescents will have safer encounters, but we don't want them to have encounters at all. It's what I say. An emphasis on the benefits of abstinence, as well as information about contraception and disease prevention, has shown to help reduce rates of teen pregnancy and the transmission of sexuality transmitted infections and the new content has been developed to combat abuse and the country's 
extreme levels of gender. But really, I just find this to be a bit, a bit disturbing. Because as a parent, don't you have the right? Don't you have the right for your child to be shielded from this? And don't you have the right to ensure that your children get wholesome education? Now, is this wholesome is the big question for me, really. And I start to wonder how uh, wholesome this is going to be. And now, you know, advocacy groups with U.S. ties. And then obviously, if these groups with U.S. ties are starting to get involved, and if these groups are also being vocal about South African education, then it is a cause for concern, I think. Because really, if, uh, if, if, if organizations outside the borders of South Africa are now starting to worry about the sex education that is going to be... Um, uh, uh, it's it's uh, the it, it's going to be harmful to children. Then it's it's there is obviously something to worry about. Now, right now, I think maybe we should speak to the professionals and ask really exactly what is happening here. And we're going to be speaking to Mogwena Moluleke, who is the secretary or the general secretary of the South African Democratic Teachers Union. And uh, let's see what is their take regarding this. Mugwena, good afternoon and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon and thank you so much for having us. Mugwena, I think a very interesting topic here. And I see organizations from abroad also starting to uh, show concern about the proposed syllabus by the education department in South Africa to include sex education for our youngsters. Uh, firstly, let's ask, what is the view of the South African Democratic Teachers Union regarding the introduction of this new syllabus? Well, let me thank you. Um, it's quite a, an important debate that we must have as a nation. Um, our view, uh, to answer your question, is that uh, the organization is still debating this particular issue, um, learning from other nations, but also from the UNESCO, and uh, the view is that we must have sexuality education rather than to have sex education in our schools. So in terms of that, we meaning that, yes, we need to introduce our children to understand um, the roles and, and, and differences that are there, uh, but also to take responsibility of their lives and, and their bodies and so forth. But, uh, yeah, we... Uh, fully not supporting anything that would be about explicit sex teaching uh, that mm -hmm. would then interfere with our values. Mm -hmm, definitely. And uh, I'm sure there are some teachers now. I myself uh, am uh, becoming a teacher as well, not too far from getting my degree, inshallah, hopefully. But I think it, uh, it is, are, are there no teachers who are displaying uncomfortability of having to teach or of having to potentially teach uh, sex education? Yes, even sex education, you'll have majority of the teachers having a problem to teach that. But sexuality, because it's different from the sex education, mm -hmm. sexuality education would be really empowering uh, our learners and that some of the teachers, yes, would have a problem because of values, because of their religious beliefs, where they come from, 
and so forth. And, and I think we need to accommodate everyone because uh, at the end of the day, it's the parents' decision to then say, I take my child to the school and this is the curriculum I want to follow. And mm-hmm. so forth. The department has got to also be, uh, when we roll out this particular sexuality education, it must be sensitive. It must also be sensitive uh, to others in terms of age that you cannot expose uh, mm-hmm. a particular age uh, to a particular lesson that has got uh, um, uh, implication uh, to that particular child. So sexuality education in terms of UNESCO uh, is something that has been going on globally uh, and it has been accepted that uh, it is necessary that uh, we teach each other to be responsible for our lives, uh, our bodies, and to making better choices and so forth. And uh, in that particular way, uh, it is not the same as sex education where it's explicit that you ask children to talk about what happens when what happens and so forth, except to then say, can you differentiate the girl between a boy and the characteristics and so forth? So it's almost like a biology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually trying to understand quickly the difference uh, between mm-hmm. sex education and uh, sexuality education. What is, yeah, if, you, if you may spell it out for me, the difference between the two? Yes, so from the beginning when we're debating the issues of uh, life orientation and so forth from all the time, has always been the issue that sex education would be uh, really not sensitive to the age, that's one. Two, it would be exclusive in terms of the uh, sexuality organs, and therefore it would be more uh, at the level of emotions and feelings rather than educationally empowering. For example, if a boy um, is reaching a stage of, uh, you know, teenage, then you then are able to say these are the signs that you must be aware of. These are the hormones that you must be aware of. That is sexuality education because it then empowers the learner to understand that this particular period is coming and therefore this is how I may have to uh, react when this thing comes and so forth, rather than to be talking about um, uh, anal education and all these other things that uh, um, sex education talks about in terms of your masturbation, teaching young children about that. That is not sexuality education because at the end of the day, it exposes children to acts that uh, the age is not um, appropriate for those particular acts. Mm-hmm, definitely. And uh, as a parent, what's the rights of the parents uh, as far as limiting what is being taught to their children in school if they're not happy with this, if it's introduced into the curriculum and uh, parents are not happy with this? What's their way forward? <laughs> as a parent, if, uh, if, if, if anything is inappropriate, clearly it is that it must be raised at the level of the school and engage the school governing body to then say, no, look, in terms of the choice of textbooks, for example, mm-hmm. that may cause problems to the children, that may cause problems for the teachers themselves. It is that you go for the textbooks that are approved by the Department of Education that has been scrutinized, that they are not deviating uh, from the policy, they are not deviating from what is required for a particular grade, for a particular age. And therefore, if that is happening, it is a choice of the parents and the school management to say that these are the textbooks we will only uh, buy for our children. These are the teaching lessons or teaching aids that we will use, that we will not interfere with the values of our children and the values of our parents because the school um, it serves the community and therefore it must serve the culture and the values of that particular community. Um, and that is very, very important that the parents must take a leading role in this because it is their decision in terms of uh, curriculum choices.
Mm-hmm, definitely, I have to agree with you, uh, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think quite a lot of South Africans, especially in my community, especially in uh, the Muslim community, were up in arms yes, yes, uh, yes, to say, yes. uh, how is this possible? How are we going to be uh, allowing yes. our children to be exposed to this? Uh, and I'm sure you know the South African Teachers Democratic Union, obviously a big player and will uh, have much to do. And I'm, I think your say has quite a lot of weight. So you also have uh, the weight of the teachers, the weight of the parents. And let me ask you this question. Are there any uh, religious organizations who the South African Democratic Teachers Union are in consultation with uh, as far as uh, mapping a way forward, as far as sexuality education is concerned? Not, not that I know at the moment. They might have approached maybe our regional or our local structures, but at the national level, we have not had any discussion with any religious bodies. Uh, we are open uh, to discuss this because education is a societal issue, and therefore religious bodies are very important uh, in the building of a nation together with us as the nation builders, as the teachers. It's very critical that from time to time we're working together, we understand each other, we understand the concerns that are there, and we can clarify certain positions that need to be clarified, um, around this particular subject. Well, uh, definitely, I think it is uh, quite, quite a sensitive issue here in South Africa. Many people up in arms and many people uh, now are quite wary about what's going to be happening. But we'll have to wait to see how it plays out and uh, take it from there. Maguena, we say thank you to you. Very busy time, I know, for the South African Teachers, uh, the South African Democratic Teachers Union, by taking time out for us. And uh, we wish you all the best in mapping a way forward. Thank you so much, and I wish you your success in your studies, and then we will be seeing you soon in our classes. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, we will be meeting in the future. Exactly. <laughs> now you have a great weekend. Okay, thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. Uguena Maluleke is the General Secretary of the South African Democratic Teachers Union, and yes, I think this is quite an issue. This is a bit of a worry. Now, a bit of a worry. Now, what if you a teacher at a school, and you... Uh, have these uh, values which uh, you, you aren't too excited about teaching uh, this sort of education because we know nowadays uh, the hormones of our youngsters, really the hormones of our youngsters are absolutely shocking and uh, I'm going to use some colloquial terms saying that they have no sherm, our youngsters, you know, they got no shame in, in talking about these things and it's really, are we exposing them or are we just giving them ammunition, really?